Tip Today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, fuck on. Your Peugeot car or van might benefit from a free software upgrade. For more information and to find out if this applies to your vehicle, call the lads in Slattery's Garage, fuck on on 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. Thanks, Pat, and uh, welcome back to the final hour of Tip Today. 1800-938-007 is our free phone number. All right, it's time for our health slot. I'm glad to be joined, as usual, on a Thursday by uh, Muriel Cuddy, who's CEO of Marito 8020 in Clonmel. Happy St. Bridget's Day and all yes, of that. Yes, yes, I've said that to a few people this morning. Yeah. Did you put out a scarf last night? I didn't, and my friend Jody got on to me last night and reminded me, and I still forgot. Yeah, and we could do with it, because all of those colds and whatever that are flying around, that scarf. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're supposed to, aren't you, wrap it and... Seemingly yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. didn't do it, of course, which is why I sound like I do today. And uh, you, you say you have a bit... You're sniffing. Yeah, you know, the minute the mic so. was put in front of me, I feel like I'm going to start coughing. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, but my immune system's gone down again. I, I'm so annoyed because this normally doesn't happen to me. And, like, yes. you're only running on half empty like literally when you feel like this but you see if you had a couple of energy drinks and some of those sausage rolls from, from that garage in Limerick you'd be fine if I put on a little weight and done all of that kind of thing I'd be times you'd be better. absolutely fine that's, that's, are yeah. you seeing a lot of these uh, viral type things oh yeah totally yeah and you know it's, it's your immune system when it goes down and you know I said to you I don't know where it's coming from yes I do I haven't minded myself in the last couple of weeks I haven't had time to go to the gym I haven't had time to prep and do the food and all of that kind of thing properly so I know my so you see an immediate reaction there? Well, I normally to, don't to get that. sick, but this month we have been really, really busy and there's been so much going on, like work after work, all of that kind of thing. So yeah. I have literally, and I know I've been running on empty, like I literally fall into bed at half nine at night. I'm up in the morning, I'm gone again. I have to do the gym. I have to have my breakfast. I have to do those things. So yeah, look, Isn't this is the result of it. Yeah. Isn't it very interesting yeah. indeed? You're going to talk to us today about hunger. And what did you say to me? Hangry? Yes, angry. And I'm going to ask you, like, how do you know when you're hungry? Uh, my tummy begins to sort of growl. How often does that happen in your world? Oh, God, all the time. <laughs> but that's not hungry, because you can't be hungry all the time. Well, so, like, we can actually, the body can run for two to three months with no food. can only run for a week with no water. Right. But, like, so how do we actually know we're hungry? Well, like... But you know that feeling that you get. When yeah, you're... but is that feeling hunger? Like, have you actually this is left getting your... very philosophical yeah. now? Yes. Have you actually left your body go for four hours without food? Yes. Yeah. So then you possibly are hungry. Right. But you have to leave your body go for four to five hours before you get that stomach empty feeling, uh, mm. growling, rumbling, all of that. Well, I did have a Twix bar at about half seven. But that's only sugar cravings. Like, that's only when your blood sugars. But and that's we'll why in, I'm, I'm starving. We'll now. go into that piece in a minute. Yes. But you're starving because you've eaten nothing. Like, I know. you've only eaten complete rubbish. I know, there was but no like, time. it's the hungry thing is in, like, the adrenaline hormone is the hunger hormone. We don't know anymore, like... People come in to me and I tell them, like, it's three meals a day or we, we do their blood sugars or we're doing their bloods or whatever it is. And we say to them, you have to fast for four hours. We go into companies and we do company screens and we say to them, you have to fast for four to six hours before we, you take your bloods. And people nearly die and they're like, I, I can't eat for four hours or I can't eat for six hours. And I'm like, you're not going to die. You can actually last for a day, a week, a month, two months, three months without eating. And you know, like the kids... Like yes. every hour, I'm hungry, I'm, hungry, I'm starving, hungry. I'm starving, I'm starving. We have no idea in the Western world what it's like, most people. Now, there is an element to society, yes, of course they know what it's like to be hungry. You and me have no idea what it's like to be hungry. 
in today's well, world. What are we feeling then? What, what well, like, we... if you know if you get the lightheadedness and the faint, fainting and all of that, you're not able to focus and concentrate, and maybe you've gone five or six hours without food, then you're hungry. Then mm. it's time to actually eat something decent. But the other side of it, like, is remember we were young, finish your plate, mm. like all of yeah. this kind of thing, yeah. eat on, eat every single thing, and you'd go from being hungry, so you, you'd wait outside until you were called in for your dinner, and you, you knew what it was like to be hungry. Mm. And when you came in, you ate until you were overfull. Or, or until mm. you were bursting and you had to eat every single thing that was on your plate until your plate was empty or whatever. We Back then, everything was good as in what we took in because we were hungry, we had good guts and we were able to absorb it all mm. and our body was able to run really well and we didn't have all these coughs and colds or whatever. Now, because we don't know what hunger is, like you, you can be just bored. It can be a habit. It can be the emotional eating eat side. It can be stress. It can be loneliness, overtired. It sparks the same horm- hormones, overtired or the stress piece or whatever. Um, it can be just all of that, the malabsorption, the malnourishment. Alcohol stimulates your appetite. It can be so many different mm. things. And you know, if you drink alcohol... Um, He's looking at me like sideways here, mm. guys. Um, you actually eat 30% more. Do you? As a rule, yeah, yeah, yeah. So people that don't eat al- or drink alcohol, most of the time they don't have the same weight issues as what people that drink alcohol have. And that's you, one of the You things. told me one time as well, Muriel, quite some time ago, that sometimes a feeling of hunger is actually when you're dehydrated and when you're thirsty. Well, that's one of the huge things. Like, And can I just run through the different things here, right? So if you're hungry, and, and even hungry goes into the sugar craving side, right? Mm. So the two kind of go hand in hand together, right? The causes of sugar craving, come from say maybe that hunger piece or whatever so like stress is one of the big things that makes you crave the wrong foods you know and we're hungry we crave the wrong foods a lot of the time right cortisol drips into our gut and that like nullifies good bacteria and all of that like that's one piece of it nutrient deficiency and that's a massive thing that I'm seeing lately like every single day deficiency in chromium magnesium so magnesium your depression anxiety piece if, if your low serotonin levels all come from not having enough magnesium women most especially need to take magnesium magnesium every day if they're not getting it through their diet. Chromium helps to regulate your blood sugars. So that helps stabilise. So if you do crave a lot of uh, sugar, take a chromium supplement or eat more protein. Mm. You can get it from mm. that. B vitamins, they curb your cravings. Zinc, which drives down inflammation in the body, that's for your metabolism. So to stabilise your metabolism, that's for low energy and it's also for the digestion of food. They're simple ones I talk about every day. Zinc, magnesium, um, B deficiency mm. and chromium. Very simple ones, right? The other thing is, if you skip meals, well then your body thinks you're trying to conserve calories. So it's going to drop your blood sugar levels. So you're going to crave more sugar in the long run. So even with the intermittent fasting, unless you can really apply yourself and decide, right, I'm able to do this. You will overeat in the long run because at the end of the day, even though I hate talking about calories, our world is calories in versus calories out. Mm. So if we take more in than we burn off in whatever form you're going to um, retain weight or you're going to put on weight. And it's funny because one of the pieces I'm actually seeing is the visceral fat more than even the body fat. Just just explain visceral fat. So the visceral fat is literally internally. So it's wrapped around your stomach and your internal organs. So I'm finding that that's a lot higher in most people than what it would have been even two or three years ago. And I think that, again, is kind of the post-COVID thing. And could that be the case with people who don't look to be overweight? Oh, yeah, totally, totally. Like, if you have an ultra-processed, like, carbohydrate diet, uh, saturated fat, things like that, you'll see higher levels of visceral fat. Mm. And if you see higher than normal levels of visceral fat, you'll know somebody has, like, their their cholesterol levels will be gone in the wrong direction. Their liver profile, there'll probably be issues with it, whatever, you know. So that's a simple enough one for us to pinpoint. Mm. But it's a really hard one to change. So you really have to get your diet back in line. You have to get your gut back performing properly for your metabolism to switch on again. So you'll have people coming to us with issues like um, they can't lose weight. 
they're constantly tired. You mm. know, like all the different ones, like the anxiety, depression, the ones I talk about all the time. A new one even that I'm finding lately, chills, you can't get warm, especially in this weather, or involuntary shaking, like that you actually feel at certain times of the day that your body just isn't isn't um, normal. Like, mm. say, the anxiety side is coming out in that. And then the other ones, like the muscle aches and pains, the headaches, all of that, that's, that's all part of the same the same piece but if your vis- visceral fat levels are high your body is starting to shut down you know and that doesn't matter what size you are you've got to get to the bottom of that it's interesting if you do have your three meals a day or whatever it is you shouldn't feel hungry then you, you shouldn't be hungry is that you it? you see it depends on the foods that you have right and it depends even at the time of the day you eat so if you eat more sugar even in the evening time so like if you're eating less and then in the evening time you decide right, I'm, I'm craving more sugar that affects your sleep so if it affects your sleep, you're going to crave more sugar the next day because your blood sugars are zigzagging out of control and that you wake at night, you know, so you're in intermittent sleep. You wake at two or three o'clock in the morning and then you've intermittent sleep until five or six o'clock. You wake up banjaxed at six o'clock uh, and mm-hmm. then you get up. You're ready to sleep for the day, but you get up. But then you're going to start doing the wrong things again. And, you know, um, sugar uses a lot of magnesium, which people don't realise. So if you're deficient in magnesium, then that's going to affect your sleep. And you'll have restless legs and you'll have things like that, you know. So I talk about it all the time, mm. right? We need three stable meals a day. That's one of the things. So we need to know when we're hungry. So you should have your breakfast in the morning. You have to leave your body go for those three, four or five hours. So your gut gets a chance to rest, reset and replenish kind of thing. It has to be able to do mm. what it needs to do. All your body bits and pieces, your liver, everything just needs a chance, right? Then you eat your lunch. And you know, even in your evening meal, people say to me like, so you leave your four or five hours, have your dinner in the evening time. But if you're looking for a snack even before you go to bed, the best snack um, that actually brings the body down. So something like turkey has triophatin in it. It's like a dopamine enhancer. So that brings the body down, okay. that it helps relax. A whole grain bread, so like your McCambridge bread or whatever, that's your fibre piece. So that's going to stabilise the blood sugars. It'll sweep out the system overnight so you'll go to the toilet in the morning. Mm-hmm. And something like lettuce. So lettuce is like serotonin piece. So a, a turkey and lettuce, lettuce sandwich an hour before bed won't do you any harm at all. Wow. Yeah. The other thing is Weetabix. I always talk about Weetabix. But something as simple as that, if you can stay away from sugar, it takes three to ten days to quit sugar. Mm. It takes um, up to, I suppose, about a month for it to be gone out of your system completely. Okay, mm. so that's really important to and know. And what can you expect in that transition period? I mean, you're going to feel miserable. Well, you right? feel, you'll feel, de- de- all for the first, say, the three to ten days, the, the depression piece, all of that piece will be there, right? But if you think of it this way, so you know people that are even being medicated for anxiety and all of that, that mm. and you feel really, really anxious. Men have a greater risk of depression from sugar. So if men eat more than 40 grams of sugar a day, the risk of, of depression just enhances massively. Wow. And that's World Health Organisation um, uh, research piece. Men need about nine tablespoons. They can, the maximum they can have a day is about nine teaspoons of sugar, right? 36 grams. So four grams more than that puts them then on the page for depression, right? Men are having about 90 to 100 grams as a norm every day. So that's double that. So how can you feel well? If you're consuming the wrong foods and take, you know, taking it in, in in sugar or whatever. What was your question to me a minute ago? How do you feel? Yeah, you'll have the headaches. You'll have the muscle aches. You'll probably have chronic fatigue. You'll have everything you would have if you were trying to come off alcohol or come off something like that. The first day is probably the worst. Mm. I find in clinic all the time for the first two or three days, people will message me and they'll say, Muriel, I have a savage head- headache. Um, yeah, I feel nauseous, all of that kind of thing. The cravings are there. And I'm like, you have to stick with it. But it's sticking with mm. it as in... You're not off everything. It's not like you. somebody has said to you, you have to go on a 
total diet you can't eat anything you eat loads of food but you eat the proper food so you're not hungry in between and even in between if you feel you need to pick you eat things like fruit you eat things like um, nuts or whatever mm. and you can even eat the high sugar fruits in the beginning if you really feel that sugar piece I is there I have years ago when, when I tried that it takes me about three days to kind of get back to no- normal but you're saying yeah. between three but yeah. I found chromium yeah, works. Very it does. Good. Chromium, zinc and magnesium are probably the three yeah. that work really, really well. If you're unsure, like one of the things we'd say a lot and in a lot of the, um, I do a lot, you know, the, the courses and workshops and all of that kind of thing. If you need help, get help. Mm. So if you feel you can't do it on your own and you just need the support, just reach out and get support from somebody that can actually mm. go through it with you. And even if you're not getting expert help, if you even get somebody like a friend or someone to do it with you, you write it all down. So write down exactly what you're having every day. That makes you accountable. Mm. So even if you don't give that to anyone else, you see it yourself. And you can actually see where you're going wrong. But I I, I keep saying this, Mary. It is extremely powerful. I mean, as you know, I enjoy a drink, the odd glass of wine. But it wouldn't bother me too much if I don't have a glass of wine. But if I can't have a biscuit or a piece of chocolate or something, I'm... Yeah. You don't but, want to be around me. No, but you can change your mindset as in you can have something else instead. So it's not I can't have, what can I have? So okay. don't say I can't have the bar of chocolate. Mm. Yes, I can have jar- dark chocolate. Mm. Or yes, I can have something sweet like Mel... <laughs> He's so bold, isn't he? Like, seriously. Like, it's just horrible. <laughs> you get used to it, though. Yeah. Do you know if you started with something like 50%? Uh, oh, yeah. 50% is a mixture, too. So that's still sweet. And you know, there's so many chocolates there now in the supermarkets. Um, I bought one the other night. I was starving. Mm-hmm. I knew I was starving coming home um, in one of the supermarkets. It said dark chocolate with coconut and seeds or whatever. But the minute I put it into my new straight away, like there was a load of sugar in it. Right. It was so sweet. You like, just knew by the taste. Dark yeah. chocolate isn't sweet. But it's not what you can't have. It's what you can have. Yeah. And if you just get it into your mind, it's all about habits. Mm. It's all about habits. Like habits take, what do they say habit take, habits take to form? Um, is it 21 days 21 it takes days, I yeah, think, for yeah. a habit to form yeah. yeah so like it's all about habits if you get it into your head I'm not going through another year feeling miserable that's the biggest thing I'm not going through like choose your heart and I know I'm like a broken record but is your heart being well looking well feeling well being able to do things and being your age or is your heart being overweight being miserable being sick mm. being on all the tablets under the sun and craving the wrong foods and wondering where your next meal is going to be and what it's going to be and overeating to the extent you feel so guilty and you're beating yourself up over it but within an hour you're doing the same thing again and you go to bed waking How up the next How did you manage to just sum me up there in the, la- in the last 60 seconds? Because I thought I've lived it all like it's not just you <laughs> like, know, and people come in and they say to me like Muriel how do you get it? I get it because I live it as well because if I do that road I feel like rubbish yeah, whereas yeah. if I do the other road I feel good so like yeah I can do the taco chip and the wine and mm. then you want the crisps and then you want the chocolate and then you want whatever we're all human Mm. I don't know anyone out there that's an angel. Tell me, tell me about the anger thing because you were talking about being hangry yeah. earlier. What, well, what anyone that that's about? watched the ads even on telly will tell you. Like if if your blood sugars drop to a certain extent, these are the sicker bar ads. Yeah, aren't yeah, they? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the hangry piece comes out, yeah. like that you just can't cope. That you'll just literally you're ready to kill someone if I don't have food. I'm like I'm that just... all the time. <laughs> Fran needs to come into me, doesn't he, guys? And sit down with me. And I need to tie him to the chair, literally. And, yeah. Try and change my ways. So bold, yeah. I know, yeah. yeah. But um, it's um, funny. A girl it does affect your mood that badly that you get angry. It, it totally, totally, annoyed. yeah. And you know, p- people that come into me, they're like, Muriel, I can't cope. I had one man that actually said to me, um, before he started, right, so he had two months done. So at this stage, everything was coming back down and he was starting to feel so much better 
drove a van for a living. He said two months ago, and he said, I can't explain where the difference has come. But two months ago, he said, um, if I was down at sight here and a car, we heard a car beeping, if a car behind me beeped, I would have jumped out of the van. He said, I would have been ready to tear the head off him. Literally, that yeah, my head yeah, would have I went know. in the window. And he said, I wouldn't have done it because I wanted to do it. I couldn't have stopped myself doing it. And he said, that's the way I was because of food. And he said, now because I've changed all of this piece, he said, I wouldn't, that wouldn't even dream of me, dream, dream of happening. Another guy said to me, he was working in one of the big multinationals here. And he said, the, the girls would know at lunchtime when he was coming in to leave because his form would be so bad and he would attack every single person. And he said, again, it was the foods he was eating and he couldn't wait to get in there to actually get food into him, to actually make him come back and make him, you know, become more mellow. He didn't come into me because his health markers were wrong or because, you know, um, there was something he was overweight or anything like that. It was literally because of his mood. And he knew that he was working mm. himself out of a job doing what he was doing where he was. But Muriel, everybody is talking nowadays about anxiety and depression and mental health, but nobody speaks about that relationship with what we eat. I can't understand that because like even omega-3s, if you're deficient in it, it's going to make you feel really unwell. And like if I was to do a research piece on say now, whatever, the 800 clients that we have coming through, the difference it makes when you change your world on this side to how you actually feel is just phenomenal. Like it's like a girl said to me yesterday, you know, she said somebody asked her what she gets from coming in. So she had an appointment with me and she said, Muriel cares for me. And I said, isn't that just lovely? And she said, well, that's what we feel Marito is about. You care enough to do the education and support and follow through. So we're able to make the changes. When we make the changes, we feel better. Mm. You have to feel better, Fran. Choose, I keep saying it, write it down on something big. Choose your heart. Is your heart the S-H-I-T food that's totally ultra processed and you feel miserable? Or is your heart getting yourself out for a walk, picking an apple up instead of the chocolate. Do you know what I mean? So even like, say, with the Red Bull, you don't do loads of changes and you don't do them all together. You decide, I'm going to do one thing. Mm. I told you that before, yeah? But sugar is killing us. Sugar is a poison. You know, all of that piece is a poison. If mm. we go back to where we were, whatever, your breakfast, lunch and dinner, and enjoy your treat. If you can't do without your bar of chocolate or your couple of biscuits, four biscuits a day isn't going to kill you. Mm. A packet of biscuits, a bar of chocolate, a Red Bull and a glass of wine probably will. Am I blushing? You noticed how I picked all the things <laughs> Fran has. I know that, yeah. Thanks. And sausage rolls. Th- thanks, thanks for that. Well, well, only sausage rolls from that particular uh, garage. In uh, if you have porridge at half past seven in the morning, go for a half an hour walk before work, lunch at one and tea in the evening, uh, healthy living, along with a couple of pints at the weekend. There's somebody now who has a balance. That That's is balance, totally it? perfect. Yeah. That is perfect, yeah. 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 And if somebody can't manage to go from half past seven until lunchtime and they've done the walk and all that kind of thing, yes, have your nuts, have your yoghurt, you know, have fruit and like I say to people everything is a nose like fructose and fruit and all of that kind of thing but if you're a healthy person you can have melon and pineapple and mango and kiwi and all those beautiful sweeter fruits yes. that you'll get your, your hit from instead of getting it from the ultra processed side. Somebody wondering about bananas loves bananas but uh, heard that they're not good for you. No that's nonsense bananas are really good for you they're full of potassium full of vitamin K but yes they do have 10 teaspoons of sugar in them right a banana if you're going to have it at lunchtime um, and there's nothing at all wrong in your world is an absolutely perfect lunchtime snack. It's just if you already have a lot of sugar in your world and we're trying to reduce the effects of sugar etc, we'd probably say leave the banana for now, leave the higher sugar fruits for now like grapes etc and eat the lower sugar ones like your apples your oranges, your pears, your berries, things like that. Okay, all right. A couple of queries. Yeah, is, yeah, is yeah. that Go okay? For it, yeah. uh, Fran, my doctor put me on iron tablets for low iron, but my stomach is in bits with them. I'm eating lots of uh, green veg, but I'm wondering is there anything that Muriel could recommend instead of 
the tablets. Now, I know you wouldn't recommend that somebody goes off tablets that are prescribed. No, you to can't. Them. And yeah. it's strange because most of the iron tablets are actually okay now that they're they're okay. Mm. Which is but they're affecting her tummy. You definitely have to eat with them. That's okay. one of the things. You know, you'll get your iron from like steak and spinach and things like that. But if you put her on iron tablets, he put her on it for a reason. Like obviously, our iron levels are very low. But she has to eat with them. That's one of the biggest things. If you take them on your own, you're going to feel your tummy will feel miserable. All right, Marie says you need to be honest with Muriel now, friend. But I. I... <laughs> Fran is totally that's, honest that's with me. Trouble. Like I'm ready to that's, kill him. Seriously. That's the trouble, Marie. I'm too honest. Yeah. I should lie to her more often. No, it's not honest. He needs to listen to me. <laughs> if you can't put on weight, says one of our listeners, uh, what should you do? I have bronchitis and bowel issues as well. If you somebody who can't put on weight, yeah, do so you come across that a bit. I do. I do. A third of the people that come in. It's on that side rather than the other side. can't put on weight. Yeah, yeah. So if she has bowel issues, there's gut-related issues. So there's malabsorption issues. So she's not going to put on weight. So we need to figure them out. She needs to give me a shout and and I'll go through it with her and tell her what she needs to do. Right. Uh, Two slices of white bread toast in the morning. Um, What about that? I don't have white bread at at any other time of the day, it says here. You see, it's all in moderation, isn't it? It's 80-20, but if you were to ask me, why would you even have white bread in the morning? It's ultra-processed, you're going to get nothing from it. It'll stick in your digestive system the minute you swallow it. It's it's no good. The gorgeous stuff is no good. That's literally, like, ultra-processed. If you look up my Instagram account, I've done a piece on whole grain proper bread in comparison to white bread, Mm -hmm. and I spoke about the pieces in white bread, if you were to put a drop of water and fire it against the wall, how it would stick, so how it it is within your system and there is no nutritional content there and you know some of the bread companies even now are putting out things like you know they'd be good for us and yes this will yeah. tell you about advertising and the marketing piece right it's all over I listened to it the other morning as I was putting in a load of washing there's only 60 calories in this bread this cal- this bread is so good you can have x amount of slices a day and all of that right there's only 70 calories in a normal slice of bread oh yeah and right. I've so many extra chemicals in this 60 calorie and the slice is smaller so, like, that's t- total bunkum, isn't it? But you, this is the thing, you see. You, you know, there's so much out there to wade through by way of it's marketing. It's the marketing. And, and, and they have it in this lovely high-pitched whatever it is and they have this lovely person doing it or whatever. Mm. Look beyond all that and just simplify. Go back to, like, normality. Like, let us all just go back to, you know thinking right. properly and yeah. When, when you're leaving don't look at my desk downstairs. Okay. Okay. Because okay, I, I, I only bought that energy drink because I was wondering about this kind of new scheme the return scheme. Is there, that's, is that's the only is reason. Is there a drawer? <laughs> <laughs> if there was I'd be yeah. hiding out of there for sure. If people want to talk to you Muriel how yeah, can they um, do that? Can I say first of all Fran sorry yeah. Muriel doesn't shut up um, I had three people in this week um, and they had their blood results done and they got a text back to say everything is satisfactory. Um, you need to get your blood results. So can I just say that to people? Like, ask for a copy of your blood results and go through them and learn yourself where your health is at. If you don't understand, I can run through them with you and I can show you exactly. But satisfactory and a text isn't good enough for me if you've paid to have something done. When it comes to our health, if we don't take back control, we have no idea. So take back the control yourself. That's that's very interesting. Yeah. Most of us just, just got that uh, yeah, text message. Yeah. Slightly high blood pressure. Uh, GP wants me to go on medication. I don't want to. I'm 45. Can I reverse this myself? Well, look, if your GP says go on the meds, go on the meds. But you can but reverse. But you can, totally. You can like, totally, yes. yeah, like lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, Fran, yeah. if I couldn't put on weight, I'd be on cloud nine, says <laughs> Teresa. I know how you feel, Teresa, but still, it can be a huge... It affects people, people to the same extent, yeah, oh, same right. thing, yeah. Did you give out your number? No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, it's 0526148811, or if you want to go on the website, it's www.marito820.com and you can pop in a comment there. All right. Where do you buy those sausage rolls from? <laughs>
Stop. Seriously. All right. Okay. We'll take a break. Thanks, Muriel. Thanks, Thanks very much, Lee. Back in just a moment. Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecone, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecone, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie